Money FM 89.3, best of drive time. You're listening to Money FM 89.3, and it's now time for Under the Radar with me, Chua Tian Tian. The buy now, pay later, or BNPL, is a term that has become increasingly popular in recent years. But have we ever wondered what the phenomenon means for credit data companies and credit bureaus? Well, that's what we're going to talk about in this segment with the world's largest credit data company, Experian, which was also appointed to operate Singapore's Buy Now, Pay Later Bureau by the Singapore Fintech Association and BNPL Working Group last year. Now, let's find out more from Kabir Khanna, General Manager of Credit Services at Experian Singapore. Well, Kabir, welcome to the show. Hi, Tian Tian. Uh, well, thank you for having me here for this conversation today. Great to have you on. And Kabir, I'd appreciate if you could share with us more about the company as well as the business model or positioning. Absolutely. So Experian is a leading global information services company operating multiple business and consumer bureaus in different parts of the world. With all the diverse data sets that we have, we put a layer of advanced analytical capabilities which allow us to unlock the power of this data. And then leveraging this data and insights, our clients can make better decisions. In Singapore, we are a leading credit information, uh, credit services and business information provider to various MNCs, banks, non-banks, fintechs, SMEs, and even some government entities. Each day, the decision makers across various segments rely on experienced solutions to make well-informed data-driven decisions related to underwriting, uh, existing customer management, and vendor onboarding, etc. So also, it's interesting to see uh, how the landscape in Singapore context has evolved uh, over the years, especially when it comes to lending to small and mid-sized businesses. Um, so typically, we know these businesses have a need for credit for various reasons, like the cash flow needs or bridging the working capital requirement or trade finance, or even related to any other growth initiatives that they want to fund. So in the past, the loan options available to them were quite less. Now, the options have increased. But at this, uh, for example, there are banks, uh, there are government funds, uh, there are non-bank lenders as well. But still, there are certain challenges that the lenders see uh, when they have to lend to this segment, um, because traditionally, this segment is a thin file segment. Less data is available. So they would want to ingest more data, more innovative decisioning tools to make better decisions uh, on these lending this, uh, on these customer base, and that's where Experian helps our clients uh, in that space to drive more inclusive credit lending. Right. So uh, Kabir, we'll talk more about uh, lending for smaller firms later on in just a bit. But as the largest credit data company in the world, what are the three big trends affecting the industry right now, affecting big and small firms? And what should credit bureaus do to innovate and stay ahead of the curve? Right. I think um, in terms of how we have to stay ahead of the curve, uh, organizations in the space have to constantly listen to their clients, uh, what their challenges are, and then come up with you know bespoke propositions to help solve those challenges. Now, these challenges could be related to uh, increasing the revenue. It could be related to optimizing or uh, reducing the cost. Um, and it could be related to optimizing their cash flows. So I think it's important to hear what our clients need and then gear our propositions towards that. In terms of innovation, I would say ability to provide advanced data and analytical sandboxes, uh, which can scale as per requirement and solve a variety of use cases for businesses is important. And we do have such a proposition in Singapore context. Um, also, it's important to look at the conventional data 
and the alternative data, combine these together and deploying the right type of uh, advanced analytical algorithms on top to come up with suitable products that can drive uh, meaningful use cases, which also includes uh, inclusive lending for uh, the SME space, as I talked about earlier, in a risk-controlled manner. So I heard you mention uh, things like sandboxes, like innovative solutions, bespoke solutions. What does these trends mean for Experian as a business in terms of your product offerings then? Right. Uh, so let me go back to the previous point where we were talking about, uh, though there are a lot of lending um, avenues available in the market for small and mid-sized businesses, but if you look at it from the lens of the lender, this segment has lesser financial information available. So what more data can I ingest? What more insights can I ingest as a lender to make more meaningful or more uh, better credit decisions on these customers, right? So I think that's where uh, Experian keeps on coming up with relevant innovative products. And uh, one of those is uh, SME Network Score, uh, which is available for Singapore, which looks at non-traditional data uh, and it predicts the likelihood of a business to delay their payments on invoices beyond 60 days past due. So as I said, it, it combines traditional data, alternative data, and deploys machine learning algorithm on top and acts as a helpful tool for lenders to take right type of decisions on this customer base. Hmm. And I want to take a look at uh, what you mentioned, the SME credit score, right? How does the SME credit score then work for a small business? And uh, what does it mean for them as they deal with the challenges that they face, like, for instance, high lending costs, for instance, inflation? The challenges for SMEs, they might need the uh, working capital loan in these times. Um, there's a bit of cash flow uncertainty as well, because their um, creditors or, or the, the partners they deal with might request for a longer payment terms. Um, because of these lenders uh, and they need to have access to credit, right? But at the same time, the access to credit is sometimes reduced because lenders tend to be more conscious while uh, lending to these uh, some of these businesses, especially with those with uncertain cash flows. So, or, or if credit is available, it could be available at a relatively higher interest rate, which means higher cost of funds to deal with, which can affect the local SMEs. Um, as they may find credit and working capital more expensive. And sometimes they have to hold back on their growth plans, particularly uh, those that relate to capital investments. Then if we have to uh, enable this inclusive lending in this space, um, the SME network score is one of the propositions which I talked about, which lenders could, could look at and leverage in conjunction with their other scores and the rules that they have in-house. Uh, because it does not rely on traditional financial statements much. It's more on uh, payments on invoices. What are the patterns there for this particular SME? So it acts like a, a, you know orthogonal piece of information to base your decisions on. So when lenders consume this kind of score for a particular SME to take a lending decision on them, they have much more insights available to take a well-informed decision. This question just coming to the top of my head, uh, Kabir. How big of a market would you expect the SMEs to make up for Experian, especially Experian Singapore? SME is a focus area for us. Um, so we are, our clientele, as I said, is spread across uh, different segments in Singapore. Uh, it's MNCs, banks, non-banks, lenders, fintechs, SMEs is one of those, and it's a key segment for us. Um, what we try to do is um, work closely with uh, our clients to keep on understanding their challenges 
and come up with the right type of propositions uh, uh, to solve those challenges for them. I think it's an important key segment for us. Yeah. If you're just tuning in, we're now in conversation with Kabir Khanna, General Manager of Credit Services at Experience Singapore. Well, Kabir, Experience Singapore has been appointed to operate Singapore's Buy Now, Pay Later Bureau by the Singapore Fintech Association and the BNPL Working Group. Tell us more about the company's role and the whole BNPL scene. So the Singapore Fintech Association and the Buy Now, Pay Later Working Group um, a few months ago, they launched the BNPL code of conduct for Singapore BNPL. As part of this, there's a requirement for the BNPL providers to share users' credit information, such as outstanding BNPL balances or missed payments, to facilitate creditworthiness checks. Now, Experian will be operating the BNPL Bureau to enable these creditworthiness checks. We have been appointed to do this. Um, now, such type of industry initiative, uh, I feel, is uh, very helpful to ensure that consumers' interests are looked after. Uh, there is responsible lending happening in this space, and the BNPL providers take appropriate credit decisions on the consumers. As a result, uh, the BNPL providers and the consumers in the ecosystem will develop a long-term and sustainable relationship while taking into account the affordability aspect of the consumer. And I would also like to share that um, we uh, have uh, launched a BNPL Bureau in US, uh, which was in the spring of 2022. And then we furthered our proposition to UK and now it's Singapore. Mm. So we really look forward to working closely with the Singapore FinTech Association and the BNPL Working Group in Singapore to share our knowledge from those markets as well. And Kabir, speaking of buy now, pay later, this is an increasing phenomenon in recent years. How do you think that would it? affect the entire credit landscape? Because I would assume that in the past, it's more businesses doing lending, small businesses doing lending, or people doing home loans and all that. But buy now, pay later seems a lot consumption-based, right? Based on the things you buy on a day-to-day basis. Yes, it's not tightly, uh, I would say, competing with the mainstream product requirements like uh, home loans or uh, other type of unsecured lending. But uh, let's try to understand, like different type of consumers uh, would use the buy now pay later payment option for different reasons some is some use it just for the ease of payment it's very convenient for them to use it as a product uh, some would want to use it to spread their payments over three or four installments and some would want to use it uh, just because of the uh, excitement around the cashbacks or uh, related uh, uh, you know promotions around it so there are different users uh, using it for different reasons, uh, I would say. And yes, this demand uh, or the use of BNPL as a product has increased or accelerated in the last few years, especially during the pandemic. And then after that, um, also there's more adoption of the e-commerce. So linked to that, there is increased usage in, in different markets we have seen. Right. So what I gather from you is that there seems to be uh, the rise of BNPL seems to uh, increase the number of markets, the customer segmentation, and all makes it more complicated, right, the entire credit uh, lending uh, sphere. Uh, well, before we let you go, Kabir, share with us some immediate plans for Experience Singapore. Any teasers for us at this moment? Um, I think we'll continue our focus in the market to help our clients make better decisions. On the BNPL side, uh, advocating for consumer affordability has always been core to experience business, and we'll be working closely with Singapore FinTech Association and the BNPL Working Group uh, to see and fill any demands of the industry. Um, at the same time, I think on the broader propositions on uh, data, um, 
it is continuous need and requirement i think um the the different businesses um where no matter where they are on the decision making maturity curve whether they are at the starting point or middle or more mature state there is always a requirement uh, to take it to the next level and experience will always be supporting them uh, through our relevant products and propositions on the journey all right thank you very much kabir that was kabir khan general manager credit services at experience singapore thank you very much for joining us on money fm 89.3 before acting on the information on money fm please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives financial situation and risk tolerance